0: Welcome, everybody to the indie Pod podcast. We are absolutely late. uh We normally start at eight o'clock It's now nine thirty. I think I promised that we would be doing it at nine o'clock, but we are here now I'm Super Joe Pardo, and uh I want to hear from you during this live stream broadcast. uh pop in the chat where you're listening from. Uh, I know it's again. It's getting later, but hey, on the West Coast, it's not so late. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just getting home from work. Yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you uh, if you want to join us, join us at the Indie Pod Conference, the Independent Podcast Conference, September twenty fourth, twenty sixth. 2020 it's uh it's going down it's going to be here in jersey i'll have more announcements coming soon if you haven't bought your ticket yet you can get a 10 percent discount when you go to indie pod indiepodcon.com slash register type in ipp uh, for a 10% discount. The tickets will never be cheaper than they are right this second. I promise you that. And it won't be cheaper than with that discount. So go get it. Uh, other things I need to talk about. There is a free masterclass webinar that I am running with Samantha Riley tomorrow night. Uh, It's called Monetize Your Podcast. And it's uh, it says next Thursday, but it's actually tomorrow night 8 p.m. Eastern, go to IndiePodCon.com slash MYP to register. Seating is limited. Uh, and more details coming soon. I'm still trying to hammer out the details of a Philly podcaster meetup November 17th, early afternoon, probably like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, uh, in the Philadelphia city itself uh more details coming soon I, I I'm working between me and Melissa we're trying to get it we're trying to get it all hammered out here um and I have one more announcement before I introduce my my guest to the right of me uh, mm-hmm. the mapcon 5 vlog is coming out Tuesday next Tuesday at 8 pm eastern you'll be able to watch it live at indiepodcon.com vlog 5. The number five, uh, it's it's done. It's uh, it's it took it took like what like two months, but it's here and I and I'm I'm just going through and reviewing it. It's gonna be I I really I I love it. I think it's some some of my best work that I've put together uh to date. Oh, we got comments flying in here. Brent Basham's up. Larry yeah. Roberts, what's going on? uh guy b Searle, what he's in washington dc listening you down with ipp yeah you know me hey, uh, D.C.? Yeah. and lou said you know me and oh and oh that's right we had to mention dc podfest is happening next weekend and, yes and, and, and next weekend next yeah next weekend down in dc november 1st and 2nd you got to go dcpodfest.com uh if you use mm-hmm. i have a discount code if you use discount code super one word, you will get fifty dollars off your ticket. So go and do that. And while you're introducing yourself, I will make a banner for that so I can splash it up on the screen. Uh, and also, okay. you know, pop in the chat where you're listening from. Be interactive. We're taking questions. It's late. I'm Loopy. I'm, I only got a couple hours of sleep last night, and and Ryan is. this anyway. I have the pleasure of introducing. I think you've been on the show. This is your second time, maybe third time yeah, on I'm on things, so. but yeah, it definitely is the least your second time. It might I be mean, third you, time. you
1: you have your own network of ninety million Joe Pardo shows, you know, <laughs> so I know I've been on a few throughout the past few years. Never
0: yes, heard. and I am honored to have you back here with me uh, on the Indie Pod podcast. Everybody, give it up for the. Uh, 22 years in the DJing and radio industry, 13 years as a podcaster, getting close to 14 years as a podcaster. Everybody oh, give up God. for Mary yeah. Nichols. Woo!
1: Hey, hey, um, Mary Nichols, aka DJ Fusion, a diffuse box radio broadcast. For those who may not be familiar, we do a show that's a mix of music and um, talk about all kinds of subjects, everything from politics to pop culture. Shout out to my co-host, John. Some of y'all might know him about the Black Cock on there and all that. And in terms of the music, we do everything from a mix of independent and mainstream hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, and all that. Hey, Lou, they just shout out to StreamYard. This program is dope. I'm looking at all the um, chat folks coming in and everything um, through this. And um, yeah, um, as Joe gave the announcement, I've been podcasting for 13 years. Next year, it'll be 14, which feels absurd. And um, I started the show, actually, when I was a student, um, as an undergrad at Rutgers University Radio, um, over in um, New Brunswick, New Jersey, and pretty much everything went through and, um, kept on since then. So, like, my mom and other folks would say, it's like, I don't have a kid, but I have a really old show, and apparently it's one of the more stable things that has been around, um, throughout the decades for people. And, um, yeah, um, as I'm sure we're going to get into, um, this entire podcasting and um, broadcasting thing has been a journey, and, um, We get into some
0: cool talk of everything. Yeah, yeah. So if you have a question for for Mary or I, just you know, pop it in the chat below. Uh, I will do my best to get it uh, splashed up here on the screen and uh we'll try to answer it. So to, to kick it off like we were um we were talking right before the show. We were talking for probably close to 20 minutes. Yeah. Before hitting the live button which uh was not a good not not good for me.
1: Um but you know, well, I apologize in advance. Traffic was horrible um for those who are from the DC metro area y'all know how it can be. Big thumbs down to 495 today trying to get back um to my place of residence and all
0: well, no, that's fu- That part's fine. It's just uh, you know, I was talking, and uh, you y- know, we were talking back and forth for a while before we hit the record button. So, it- mm-hmm. it's all good. Uh, but w- one of the things we were talking about was uh, AppSumo, and and I mean, they're not mm-hmm. a sponsor or anything like that. But if they want a sponsor, I'm I'm down for that. Uh, I will I- take discount codes. Yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah. Right. I, I could use some discount all. codes as well. Um, and we were, we were discussing one, uh, well that we both like, we're just like, take my money. Here's $49, $49, mm-hmm. $49. Like every, like, like almost every week, <laughs> every week. Months, I, just <laughs> for real. I, I buy, I buy services. I don't even know if I'm going to use it, you know, at, at some point, hopefully I'll use. Um, but it, it, do, do you find yourself uh, buying stuff that you are not even sure if you're going to wind up using it?
1: Um, I have some design software from them. I haven't really used in depth yet, but everything else I've um utilized from them. I've purchased. Um, we were talking offline, like um, I think Bookmark. Um, they do um different website hosting and everything. I bought stuff through them. Um, we were talking actually about some of the live streaming programs they're offering as of late, and things for webinars and so forth. So I'm hemming and hawing over what I'm going to put my credit card out for this week before some of these sales in. Um. For those who aren't familiar with AppSumo, they do just a lot of interesting discounts on different um, types of software and applications that um, I think actually is really, really good on different levels for a podcast, whether it's everything from just doing promotion to keeping, you know, maybe appointments and things in check. Um, just things to help you tweak your stuff out a little bit in terms of making parts of your life a bit easier. The only thing is with Absumo, it can be semi-addictive because part of you is just they're like, oh, this is less than however much money. So you might want to research what's being offered and make sure that it actually fits what you want to use. But they do have a ton of great stuff, like some companies you may be familiar with, some you might not be. But um, they've been very consistent. So, um, yeah, give them a look. Um, I'm not getting any promo money for hyping them up. I'm just literally saying what I like to use and other yeah. things. So um definitely um give that a check. And I know one of the things we were probably gonna end up pivoting into was I know maybe like, right now we're doing like a live video stream that's gonna be, you know, put into the audio podcast format or whatever soon. Um I noticed more and more people are utilizing this type of tool, like for yourself. Like what made you decide to get into using these type of things for your podcast? Is it more of just having being able to do face to face interviews, having an easier way to distribute your content on multiple other channels. Like, how do you see that? Because most of my type of stuff I do tends to be audio based. Besides, when we go out to the music festivals and stuff that will like have an audio visual component with like um videos, photos, and all that on top of you know talking about various things. Well, so first
0: of all, I love you know video because I get to see the the human reaction. I get to see uh, body language. I get the uh, I, I you know right now my background is not exactly the best at the moment um but you know it, it, in previous years like i mean if you look over here like my record you know that's just some of my records over here and i would mm-hmm. like to dress up my background if it was up to me i would have my desk over there so that my background could be here um but you know to me it's just much more friendlier uh, to to do it that way uh and mm-hmm. and you know really uh, the but it's not just about the video it's about the distribution right and and i for me like i've kind of have gotten past the point of like really caring about the numbers of you know how many downloads the a podcast you know my podcast gets and stuff like that and just worrying more about like reaching people and that's you know really the the thing because you look at like um you know think about like big big massive media companies right you look at like the NFL or you look at like cbs or abc or whoever Mm -hmm. right and they are constantly promoting constantly marketing their newest shows their newest upcoming episodes of things right like they're constantly marketing like these you would think like hey they spend billions of dollars just creating the stuff and we're just like oh if we if they create it we'll come and mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of podcasters, uh, you know, fall, can fall into that trap. Like, oh, if I build this podcast, like, it's going to naturally attract these people that I'm targeting and blah, blah, blah. And, and it, to a degree it may, but I think a lot of it's in the marketing, getting the message out to people. One of the things that I mm-hmm. ask at the end of most of, well, all of my business with Super Joe Pardo and Dreamers podcast, even before that, was, you know, my, my call to action was, hey, you, if you enjoyed this episode, you got something out of this. <laughs> pick up the phone, pick up your, your messenger thing, or, you know, your rectangle mm-hmm. and message somebody about it and, and make sure that they know, because then it's that you're asking for that one-on-one human interaction. And then you, it kind of guilts people into the feeling like, Oh, I should go check that out because, you know, Mary, it was like, Oh, Mary was like, Hey, you should go check out this episode. I think you might get something out of this. And then I'm, now I feel guilty if I don't. So It's, um, and then you never know, you might get a fan of it. You might not, you might get a download, but it's all, you know, to me, it's about create, you know, getting the the distribution to the people, um, and where the people are going. I mean, people are on Facebook, like people are watching this right now on Facebook. In fact, let me, I'll share my screen right now. Um, let's see, you can actually see which channels the people are coming from. So three are on my profile viewing it one in the, in the icon group and one on the icon Facebook page. So, yeah uh oh hey felix how you doing um yeah so to me it's just it's just about distribution and getting it in front of as many people as possible because they don't necessarily know and you want them to know i'd rather them know than not know because oh i gotta have the biggest numbers in my blah 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 thing now if it turns out that way that's awesome but I i feel like that becomes a uh an unexpected um consequence of just doing it regularly getting it in front of lots of people and people are going to consume it where they want there's so many platforms that people are on anyway i mean you know just as i showed you i have tons of platforms i could stream this to and and i pick certain ones and and uh and it it just works so um so yeah does that answer your question what 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 do you feel what do you feel about your distribution uh and Um. your video versus audio
1: well, the thing is, like, on my end, like, we haven't really done too much video. We were just looking at some of the better ways to maybe do it regularly, since most of the time we do it as a semi-erratic because of just the way our focus is. Now, with us being a music and talk podcast, like, we could do something in regards, you know, maybe our beginning talk segment doing that particular portion live, and then getting it streamed out because the music aspect gets weird right now, depending on what type of distribution mode that you're in. Um, we're blessed and lucky that a lot of people who submit already know you're dealing with, you know, a broadcast show and a podcast. So, you know, the quote unquote pod safe thing is not necessarily our concern through the um, different companies and individuals who distribute music to us. But let's say some some algorithm that YouTube feels away one day like we're doing like a live mix. It's That's it. It shuts down Facebook. That's it. You know, it'll shut down. Now, with Facebook. I'm not necessarily as sure because I know some people have done whole DJ sets on Facebook Live and been okay. And some people it'll be there like it'll just be that one song and then silence and or black screen. You look critic, you got people who might be in the groove listening, like what's going on, you know? So with our end, it's just looking at things in terms of besides me and my co-host interactions, some of the stuff we talk about having video of that, like perhaps in this particular format you're doing right now let's say there's various people that we interview. I like the idea of being able to virtually look at somebody and talk to them and vice versa while everybody is being interactive and um, things as well. So like I see you using StreamYard right now, a lot of Mm -hmm. folks have been talking about that at the different podcast conferences and things I've been to. I know there's various other stuff being offered. So on our end, it's just, stepping up from the audio portion where we have a pretty nice concentrated audience and trying to expand a bit more because the main thing with doing this for a while is, you know, trying to keep as fresh as possible, right? And um, whatnot. Like, you got a good thing going. Nothing's wrong with that. But when you have this show and, you know, other things when eventually expand to as creatives, it's like, well, what can we incorporate? That's interesting for us as creatives, but it's also like, not going to break your pocket and actually be efficient. And it seems like right now the video streaming is like it. Like I know a few folks who have used video streaming, like with their services and so forth. And I think it does help entrench your audience that you already have, much less, you know, have other things grow. Because it's more of a personal aspect. Well, I mean, when you see somebody's face, that's pretty damn personal, you know? So
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't get that. much more personal than that. Um mm-hmm. Uh, you know, speaking of the the DJing thing, and I feel like we've had this conversation before, for sure. But, uh, you know, one of the things I, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, I, I you know, uh, I DJ as well. Uh, they but, showed up
1: the equipment, we see you, we see
0: you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but the thing about it is, is it's so hard to share the mixes and the, the art and the passion because it's not, you know it's not i don't even want to put it in quotes because it's not it's technically it's just not legal um not without the right licensing
1: is, and stuff yeah but say the live thing is funny on that end right now like recorded i mean there's plenty of music podcasts that are out here oh yeah right now and you know fingers toes and everything's crossed nothing changes over with that but i think a lot of that was labels mainstream and independent one to be there like, well, if we can necessarily break out in this mainstream mode immediately, the better ways to, you know, break things has always been quote-unquote the underground, right? It used to be mixtapes, house parties, etc. Right now, it's essentially, you know, the few good remaining music blogs and sites that are left and um, podcast, you know? So with that, like, we're getting in a real interesting stage because it looks like podcasting is probably going to be here to stay for a minute. Like, say, get the big guys, get on board. You're probably going to be decent for a while. It's a matter of, are indies like you and me going to be able to rock and do our thing as long um, as we can? And um, with music, it's literally a matter of how the distributor wants to look at it and do things. Like, again, for us, you know, a lot of these companies that will give us things with us independent, it's like, okay, this is a podcast. It's cool. It's fine. You know, they have their various things registered with certain companies like the sound exchanges and other things of the world. So that portion is not a worry, but we just also got to look at like, you know, let's say my podcast host is fine. All these other people are fine, but the video format we can run to a problem because even with people who we've seen these stories in a lot of music magazines, you got people who will put up their own stuff sometimes and have it taken down because maybe their sub label is okay, but the huge distributor is like, oh no, we didn't know that this particular thing was clear. Well, it sounds crazy, but we're just in a semi-Wild West thing on, uh, on that particular because have gotten to a particular place It has grown. Right now with podcasting, the worry is not so much that we might not exist for a while. It's like, is it going to exist on our rules or is it going to exist on some amorphous big groups rules? You know, in terms of what's going on, because we gotta look at the fact that the distributor, nobody really cares about distributor if they're not getting you the product that they want on time, right? Or the product that they, you know, necessarily want to get into and grab. And yeah, you know, again, some of these folks have different rules. I think what's gonna get down to brass tacks is gonna to have to be some type of organization within it. And I just think we're at a real unique place to grab onto it while we can before, you know, who knows, maybe one day the, the biggest distributor of mutic's just there, like we want to control things through our own distributor, through our own format of podcasting, and either y'all gonna to have to hand up a bunch of money. Or you gotta join maybe another podcast that You might not want to join, or upload service, or whatever else.
0: Well, so yeah, so a couple a couple things there, right? Number hey, Nick, one. I see you messaging there.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what? I just saw Nick's message. I
0: said. Hey, oh, Nick. hey Nick, how you doing? Um, yeah, it's a couple things there. So one, I you, unfortunately, I think you had to dip out at MapCon before uh, Todd Cochran got to speak he uh he yeah
1: blueberry
0: yeah the, the the president of blueberry um you should go download your virtual ticket if you haven't already and go listen to his talk because he his whole talk was about the rss feed and how imperative it is for freedom of speech uh and and maintaining that so that it's not um you know it's not you know taken over by by a a media company and and Mm -hmm. basically set up so that like you can only distribute through here um and then the other side that you were talking about there there is somebody working on uh on getting uh music labels to sign on with podcasts to be able to use you know produced music uh Mm -hmm. like legit produced music uh, so it's it's coming i i think we're getting closer and closer um but i you know I, I guess it just depends on how how much of a presence you you place on that right having your own tones i mean one of the things uh, i think it was chip edwards that had the whole at the end of his talk had the audio tone um mm-hmm. he was playing the different audio tones and like having your own t- audio tone signature is like super important and, and it's something I, like i, I know i I mean I knew about it but it's not something I really thought about and mm-hmm. how we should be keying in which is really ironic that here on the the indie pod podcast I have zero music zero sound, zero production value other than getting to have great conversations with podcasters um but I—it's Joe sounds.
1: That's what you got right
0: now. Yeah, right. It's all—it's all, it's all those Joe sounds. Well, I—I I, want to get one of those roadcasters at some point, but I, I gotta justify like six hundred dollars for something that I don't really need. <laughs> don't really oh. need, but but it'd be nice. Well, I saw I, I saw
1: that at she podcast um, a week or two ago. Same. I was looking at it like, damn, it's you know you see like that that glow of the new electronics, and it's pretty nice. I had people testing it out and showing how it works. I'm just like I can't spend this damn money right now. I got bills to pay. The second I come, back. I got an NPC to buy. Darn it! <laughs> I got NPC, I got an NPC that will be finished paid off shortly. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, let's let's handle that first before we just are like, ooh, new shiny. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so so, um, so did you did you enjoy get to enjoy uh, a she podcast live?
1: Oh, it was great. Like honestly, especially for a first. Some of in general, like um l c Escobar and Jessica Cfferman, the you know ladies of she podcast they threw down it was an extremely um well run event um I think the programming was really, really balanced. people came in there to both you know build and have fun it it was just a good it was a good vibe it was a good environment and uh-huh. um if anything, I just wish that it's one of those things we actually say that you wish that stuff was like longer. <laughs> Mm. Just to be able to cover various things, it was like that type of thing. Because they thinking I'm like, damn, I gotta fly back, and I had to leave um partially um early that Sunday uh-huh. to get back um into the um DC metro area and all of that. But um, it was cool, and I definitely you know hope that after they recoup, because I'm sure putting all that together was a lot. Like every event to me is a lot to do. Whether people want to talk about it being like oh, small, medium, big, like you're putting a lot of yourself, a lot of your time, and People who's putting in time to help you out do stuff. So I hope once they recoup and look at everything, um, they do another event. Well,
0: they didn't. They I'm didn't announce one yeah. at the end, did they?
1: Um, I'm not that I can remember off the top of my head. But I mean it it went gangbusters from like my view yeah, oh
0: yeah, no, MTV absolutely super it, so. super proud of them, uh both mm-hmm. Je- you know Jess and elsie just been for people that don't know, Jess has been a part of this community, uh the icon community for since uh the first one, <laughs> you know, back yeah. in the school gymnasium, so you know it's it uh i'm so so proud of her uh you know stepping up to the plate and delivering a platform uh, not only in the podcast cuz you know obviously her her platform from a podcasting standpoint has grown but a uh but from you know performing their own live event i i think that's absolutely awesome um so i i was i was hoping to go i was like I was like this this close to like me like last minute making it happen but the the finances end of it just wasn't gonna work out um mm-hmm. I, I just waited too long to to make a decision unfortunately um but yeah so ne- ne- you know next year if they're doing it uh I, it's gonna be on my calendar to to be there uh to support them um so Mary, when it comes to, uh, well, actually, wait. So Felix is talking about uh, the L8 Zoom live track. track. Uh, I had not seen that Zoom had a. Let's check this out here, real quick.
1: I have not either. I got to move that down. Let's see. Oh, wow. Look at. Oh, wait. Be like, more new tech for me to envy and put on. Oh, that's
0: what I wanted. Uh yeah. so In my be water
1: card, I see. <laughs>
0: wow. Okay. That's
1: uh that's a board for real. That
0: is, that is a board. <laughs> that is a board. I think that is absolutely going for a very different uh crowd than uh than the, the, the roadcaster. Yeah. Yeah, control.
1: Shout out to feeling for trying to have folks pay more pay more money for the home studio. I see, you looking at um uh, this thing right here.
0: Yeah, how much how much does that come to? Uh I'm not I'm not gonna be able to type in the whole thing. Sweet. I'm just gonna go uh L eight zoom live track. Save me, Google. Oh, okay. Three three nine not uh 3, three to okay. five putting away
1: two. Not bad.
0: Yeah, that's not bad at all. And it uh two hundred dollars cheaper than- so he says not the L 12 Um, go, go to the L eight. Oh, the, L- mm-hmm. the L 12 is what, I guess what I pulled up originally. Is this the, oh, this is the L- um, 12. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. that makes sense. I was looking at the wrong thing. Oh, my browser's not. Oh, there it goes. Let's see That's oh, I, that I, looks yeah. pretty too. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay. But it doesn't have it doesn't have like the NPC buttons you know pads to <laughs> to to do your your fart noises and your your crashes and your gunshots and all that.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't have the big pads as so you just say, like ooh pretty. I need to buy all of these. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take
0: nice pads. I think I'll take four. Um, like,
1: my nerds i i just just like ah oh, that's pretty give give me all so
0: so. <laughs> so Mary, how do you how do you put off the gear itch?
1: Um, hmm, okay. Um for me, like in terms of like what buying my gear, the gear that I currently have. Well, the, like like like, like
0: like oh, shiny thing. I think I'll buy it. Like how do you how do you turn it off? Like how do you say um, nah, i I'm, I'm I'm it's I'm good.
1: Looking at my bank balance, hmm, do I really need this? And then I'll be like, That's the majority of it. But in all honesty, it really depends on how I'm trying to utilize something. Because I personally am a music tech nerd, always have been. I like seeing what's new, what's out there and all that. But in regards to not just the show, but, you know, the music equipment that we use for, you know, our, out, our outside events and stuff like that, you really just had to be here like, is this going to actually be used or is it going to go on ahead and collect dust? Right. Like um, for me, I obviously had to get a new DJ control, but that's because my tractor S2 ended up dying, but I had it for like six or so years. So right now, um, yeah, it lasts bad. for a good period of time. I mean, and for, it for was, the amount like, that
0: you use it, I mean, I imagine you use it what, almost every weekend plus like um, during the week to like practice and stuff. Yeah, like
1: Atlanta for a good period of time and all that. Plus, you know they now all give you the softwares and everything. So I like literally got like three, four kinds of DJ software now, like Serato, Tractor, Virtual DJ, and uh, DJ Pro. I mean, that's all through my different controllers and stuff I've used. But I'm um, like right now I have a Denon. Um, I think it's DCN five thousand. It's in my bag upstairs. <laughs> I can't look at it right now. I'm traveling from she podcast. And I have the um, Roland um, DJ 505, which was partially for the bigger gigs I travel to, and partially as my nerd gift um, for me and whatnot. The DJ 808 is too much, as some people, people may see my top half is short because I'm short or whatever. So like the 808 would have just been like the size of my arm span, and I really didn't need all those buttons, other things, even though it's super cool. Was <laughs> that a sequencer at the um, top of that? Yeah, like um it's pretty dope because you got like the, the signature parts and then you know you can have like the bun patch but that you can do like different sampling and stuff from but it's just all the regular DJ things that you use. Um for myself I got the 505, not just because of all of that, which is like totally cool and everything. And um the Serato software that it includes because you get the Pro Um DJ with that. Um also because of the outputs that you have. Mm. So, you know, you got the SLR plus the RCA. Um, I think the quarter inch is there, too. I haven't really used that and all of that. So um, especially for, like, not just home recording, but for, like, outside type of recording, it's good to, like, have all of those options, depending on what you're trying to plug into. You know, you will naturally want to plug into something that's going to give you clear sound, whether it's, like, your monitors, PA speakers, and all of that. Plus, if I'm using something like those to, like, plug into all of my stuff here, like I would be plugging to my sound card so they'll record to um, my digital audio, audio workstation, my DAW program to like mm-hmm. record mixes and stuff. So on that end, if folks want to get super nerdy and technical of what I use to record, I really like Reaper a lot lately. If folks mm-hmm. on reaper.fm, it is actually a really good but inexpensive recording program. I think the license is like maybe a little over $60. And um it's very good, very professional. Um I do have like Adobe Creative Cloud. So I got like you know Adobe Audition and all of that too. Um Audacity's good for like quick cleanups and stuff, but that's like the main type of things I currently use. I'm actually taking a Pro Tools class now online. Shouts out to Coursera and mm-hmm. whatnot, so I can learn that a bit more. Partially because I got a subscription through the other stuff I do, and partially because I'm like, well, I got NPC, so I'm just gonna have to learn all this extra type of stuff. Anyway, might as well do it now. But
0: but how do you how do you resist the urge to upgrade or to you know buy more tech?
1: I'm the type where if my stuff is working now, I don't necessarily need to get something new. Like if I have to expand, you got to look at the aspect of. Um, like recently, I had a um, sound card um, I had for a minute. Um, I was a Native um Complete, um, sound card. I had it for a minute, but it just wasn't up working for the show anymore. So I ended up just doing my research and then getting um, actually shouts out to demo demo products. Nothing's wrong with a demo or an open box, everybody. That's another way you can save money if you got to get something I
0: new. I agree. Always look for the open box.
1: Yeah, I got the Focusrite six one six um sound card for two hundred dollars because oh, wow. that was a demo version. And that had the MIDI, you know, awesome. input output on top of, you know, the, the, the mic inputs and lines and all that type of stuff. So that was one of those, literally, I was at the studio um, with my homeboy, John, we were about to record. And it was like, well, we got to get something new. And we just had a look on Sweetwater. I'm like, damn, good bargain. Order it now. Order it now. So it comes in, we can like, record new things. Um, I think we can sometimes get caught up in terms of overbuying right like whether it's because it's a name brand or because again it's it's a new shiny thing you know let's not act crazy and act like we don't like new shiny things <laughs> like when i got my npc like i got an npc studio recently um the only reason i didn't get the npc live was a it was 1200 dollars, <laughs> and b i was like am i going to really use it that heavily at the moment and i had to be honest with myself and be like no you know if i get more into this and I wanna, you know, step it up. Maybe that'll be my forty my forty second birthday um gift to me.
0: But it's not something
1: that one needs now. And I think people gotta look at a lot of that type of thing in regard to what they're doing with their shows and other type of stuff. Not just in terms of home studio, but as we were talking about the um what the hell was that board we were just talking about? My mind just moved
0: blank that quickly. Uh um, the 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 live track? Yeah. Or the or the roadcaster.
1: The roadcaster. We were just talking about the roadcaster. Yeah. Where I'm like, the roadcaster. It looks like an excellent piece of equipment. I actually saw people using it live at um she podcast. I'm actually shout out to Molly um, Ruland and um those folks, fellow DC area podcasting folks or whatnot. And um, she had to join there with like breaking down all the uses and things that you can have it for, including like you know phone type of stuff or whatever. Plus, it's lights. So if you're traveling and doing stuff, that's a good look. Like for me, like I got like the most basic zoom hand recorder ever if I'm like running around and doing a recording I do want to upgrade but do I need that? That's one of those things I have to look at and really parse and break down because for my current show I don't need it but for a show I'm hoping to launch in 2020 i may, you know it might be my best uses because you know you can plug in the um, SD card for it Mm. and do your thing and record and you know maybe just come back and just do your Quick editing and um all of um that type of cool stuff, and uh and um you just really gotta look at what is like your best I think you can always upgrade, but sometimes I think when we see something new, we go a little above and beyond what we need, and ultimately it all costs money right? you just gotta be here like, well, right now <laughs> you're doing like a two person podcast, you're only doing occasional interviews, maybe. You have, you know, a decent handheld thing that you maybe can plug in an XLR mic or something of the sort into. And then if it just gets to a bigger point, you're doing like multiple people, another type of stuff. Maybe that's when you go ahead and you upgrade to something else. You got to look at the aspect of even when you take care of equipment well, eventually most stuff dies. So yeah. you don't want to be like El Chipo, But, you know, is everybody going to have to like drop, you know, for that? I'm a professional podcast, podcaster kit or whatever the hell these things are coming out lately. Maybe not. I mean, if you got it, live life, enjoy yourself. That's good. But you know, I think a lot of saving money too is going to come into your research. Like, um, I got a blue microphone at home. It's great. It's cool. I also got it at the pawn shop. (laughs) It was great bargain with that. Um, for people might be not be familiar with certain other things, like certain brands that might not be big brands are solid. Like, um, let's say Monoprice. Um, monoprice.com for anybody yep. who them.
0: Been, yeah. been there for um, like a long, like since ago, like 2004, I think I started shopping there, 2005, something like yeah. that. Like,
1: first and foremost, their cables are fantastic. They, All this stuff we're are. talking about, you got to plug things in. so. I, I can perfectly say I will highly recommend their cables. You might not want to get their headphones or whatever else, depending on if you already have stuff at your home. Oh, you know those work very well. They I have no do. problem. Like I, I literally got like about five Monoprice headphones scattered around my house <laughs> and whatnot. Right, <coughs>
0: right here, Monoprice headphones. And you know what? These <laughs> things. Those are the I got? They're
1: dope. They're they solid are as hell.
0: twenty bucks. You will not find better twenty dollars mm-hmm. headphones than than this pair right here. No, I'm well, saying
1: removable
0: it. cable. Yeah, uh, yeah. Remove. Oh, yeah, that, that um, removable cable, like microphone,
1: yeah. Monoprice microphone. You know,
0: Monoprice opened up in 2002. Like, uh, yeah, I think I started shopping there. Well, you know, there Monoprice. Like if you, and,
1: if you want to sponsor us? Y'all can do that too. So, Monoprice, you can sponsor me and Joe too. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm literally just talking about stuff I like to use. You know? <laughs> um, but well, I think you really.
0: Doing- oh, I'm sorry.
1: No, go ahead. I, was, but, I, I, mean, yeah, like, I think you give up you, a you lot of you
0: mean. great points, though, about the does it you know. And I always, I always do the test of like, does this fit into my workflow? Does yeah. this make it easier or harder? And how much more money do I have to spend to make it easier? Like, I'm I'm recording right now on on my Windows PC, right? But like, mm-hmm. I I I use a MacBook Pro right? Um, been using MacBook Pro since like 2006 or so. Um, I tried to get away. In fact, in ju- in ju- June, June I, so- I had a 15-inch MacBook Pro. I sold it and tried to switch to a Windows laptop. And I ended up having like four or five different Windows laptops in like hmm. the span of like four, like f- over the course of like four months or not even four. Yeah, I guess like three. Yeah, like four months. Damn. Yeah, right. And I re- I kept returning them to to where I bought them from because I was like, it just doesn't. The trackpad isn't you know Windows trackpads are they're, they're better than they were. They're not perfect. The Mac trackpad is perfect. It were like I edit entire videos. Like the Mac the map. Speaking of which, the MapCon five vlog that, that that's going to be premiering on YouTube on Tuesday night at eight PM. Entire thing was pretty much edited on a 13-inch screen with a trackpad, just the way it is. And it, and I was able to do it very quick because the trackpads very accurate and all that. And to me, it matters because that and the build quality, right? Like yeah. the Mac, is, it's solid. Yeah, it's more expensive than, than what I could get in a Windows laptop. In fact, uh, the reason I wanted a Windows laptop was for more power, but also so I could play games on the go. Well, as it turns out, in the last, you know, four months or so, five months, I had very small amount of opportunities to actually go and play games on the go. Uh, you know, it well, part of the problem is I couldn't be in my office cause my daughter would refuse to go to sleep. So she'd be like pounding on the door, trying to get in the room here and I'm trying to record. So then I start recording out. If anybody remembers, I was recording out in my garage for a while. And then I was recording in my theater room for a while and I needed a laptop and my MacBook pro is like, it worked, but, and then I was like, okay, I'm done recording. I want to play a game. Oh, I can't go upstairs. So I'll wake her up. And then I can't play a game anyway. So I was like, I need something that I can play games. I can do my recordings. I have more power than, than that 15 inch MacBook pro offered. And then literally two months after I sell them at the 15 inch, they come out with the 13 inch with the quad core built in. I'm like, that's what I've been wanting for a decade, (laughs) you know, but I can't play games on it. So, you know, ultimately what I did was I found a cheap gaming laptop that I could take, you know, and use to, and, and between that and the open box price of a 13 of this 13 inch MacBook Pro, I got what I wanted. I mean, it ended up costing a lot less than my old 15 inch MacBook Pro, but, and I got two devices instead of one, but at least I had that versatility of, of how I want to, you know, manage getting accomplished what I want to get accomplished. So it just it, you know what's funny is since and since since i went back to you know a macbook pro uh i stopped using i have an ipad pro as well and i pretty much have stopped using it cuz i i'd just rather use this like 9.999 times out of 10
1: i think you know i think that's a good example of a lot of things depend on what you're using stuff for like i've had people who've been telling me to get a macbook in, and i will eventually like right now i have a dell and Spirion, but I'm one of those folks, that they're like, I need to have, you know, like what type of processing do you need? What are you using get What are you using your, you know, your laptop for? You? That's going to be big for podcasting, whether you know you're editing videos, just doing audio, or you know that mix of both. You know, how much space do you need? How much memory do you need? You know, what's your processing yeah. speed? Like I don't go below, I don't go below i seven. Software that you use using. Like I don't, I don't, I don't go below i seven. Like. As much as there's times you might look at an ad like, damn, why do I got to be so goddamn picky? But it's like, I'm using stuff that I need to be able to run multiple things yep, and have the least amount of chance of it crashing. You know, I got, you know, solid state drive; it's more reliable. I got to worry about if it gets banged up once or twice that everything is, you know, ruined and jacked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Um, I don't do as much video editing, which is like, really, the only reason why right now I, like, my spot is about two years ago it's the only reason why i didn't get a Mac. since i'm one of those people i think if you want to get something that's good and quality and you know it's going to work for you you might feel that pressure of pain beforehand but it's good to pay for it like you know i'm not buying an i-9 right now because nothing needs an i-9 you know but most you know software that you use i think that's a good charge not at all i'm like that's like about four car payments i'm not paying <laughs> for that and you know who knows how the hell it's going to work later on or if it's going to get out more if the price goes down eventually but um like with most software that people use like i always say look at the baseline of what it says that you need for it to run and go above it you don't got to go horribly above it but you want to be able to have more than just that running I mean, you don't want to like open up a, a window to do a quick web browse, and next you know everything slows down. Or heaven forbid, you listen back to a recording and you just hear that like that, that crazy noise when when stuff slowed down. Yep. with things, but you weren't recognizing it because you were talking, you were engaged in the conversation. You know, you were chilling. <laughs> like I'm one of those believers. I'm like some things you don't necessarily got to be name brand, and you know, you don't got to be horribly expensive with. Some stuff that's going to be, like, your core usage, just, just pay the extra money. You know, I think a computer, pay that little bit of extra money, trust me. You're not going to regret that part I mean, of course, look at reviews and all of that. Talk to people that you know. But nothing is going to be worse than looking at something that you paid a few hundred dollars for and then being there, like, later on in the game, like, shit, if I pay two, of me. We can't curse on you. I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, not not but, um,
0: generally, but, you
1: know. It just like, like, if say it on, if you
0: say it on the radio, I guess it's not the end of the world.
1: Okay, that, that, that'll that be my one PG-13 rating for, for the podcast. But, um, <laughs> but you know, if you get a laptop, you pay $500. You can avoid it so many problems later on. You go down the road a few months later and be like, if I just pay that extra $300 or just decided I would stretch that payment out by whatever means you pay for it, like, it's just worth that while that when you be realistic, you want to be able to try to step up, but you know, again, like I hate saying like stuff like we just talk about the soundboard, like I hate saying those ninety-nine dollar um microphone boards and all of that. Because you literally could pay twenty five to fifty dollars extra and your sound quality is gonna change a hundredfold. You know, it's not like we're talking about, well, if You're of this class, you can't do it. We're not saying that. It's just sometimes you just got to look at what you're getting. And we're in the age right now where you do get more options to literally see and hear reviews because shout out to YouTube reviews. Some of those have saved me from a lot of danger and a lot of problems, especially with my other side part of what I do with the show with um, live events and like looking at PA systems and things. Um, Look at all of that and just see what you're trying to do right now and maybe not maybe five steps ahead, but maybe one or two steps ahead where you may want to go and um, go from there. Like most podcasting is still going to be ultimately audio based. So you don't to want to have everybody be able to hear you and your co-host and your guests and everybody else have everything be clear. If you have music being incorporated, you want to make sure all of that type of stuff. Is good and clear sounding because um, I forget what the stat was where they said like after game many seconds, if somebody's not grabbed to your podcast, they're going to turn, tune out and go out there. A lot of that's going to depend on how they can hear you and your voice, Much less the content that's going down and um, that's happening. I mentioned Reaper as as a recording program. Everybody might not be able to afford Pro Tools, but I think now it's on a subscription basis, if I remember properly. Unless you get like the lifetime, which I think is making, like a few hundred dollars, but you know, again, a Reaper they give you the PDF to download, learn how to use everything. There's a whole t- bunch of them. You, there's a whole bunch of YouTube tutorials, and sixty something dollars. I mean, y- you're not going to get much better than that. Besides, like Audacity, which, which is free. So maybe you want to talk about Audacity. Um, Reaper also too. I forgot to mention, you don't gotta buy the license immediately for Reaper. Oh, you can
0: use Reaper.
1: It's it's a free trial as long as you want to use it. Now, you're going to have to wait a few seconds before, you know, it loads in. But uh-huh. they want to give you a chance to be hands-on with it. So, it mean, they be like, hey, you're on trial day or whatever, whatever, whatever. But then you can open up, you'll have, like, full you'll have full functionality of how to use the program.
0: So, it's like, uh, rimrar. <laughs> it's like, how long does that like? last? <laughs> yeah.
1: You know. But, I mean, they've been around for a minute. And... Um, if you want to get your hands what for the, I think it's a good thing if you want to get into a more complex um recording type of program and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then if you're gonna enter into the, like that room, sixty something dollars is is nothing, <laughs> you know. When um you get into stuff and maybe you want to get multi mixed into all certain things. Um
0: I uh, feel like I'm not sure what you're referring to, the on the join stage.
1: Yeah, I'm curious mm-hmm. about
0: that. Um Try yeah to you yeah expand on that for me there. Um, so it, in the meantime, I uh I got I got a few things to you know to go and and expand upon and plug. Uh, yes. if you you know MapCon or <laughs> a MapCon no Icon Indie PodCon uh is happening September twenty fourth to the twenty sixth twenty twenty. Get ten percent off if you use offer code IPP uh indiepodcon.com slash register to get your ticket today it will never be cheaper than that. Uh the free <laughs> webinar monetize your podcast is th- I should have edited that. Uh is this Thursday as in tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern. It go to indiepodcon.com slash MYP to register your spot. Seats are limited. Uh, Samantha Riley and I are running it. Uh, and shout out to to Eric Hunley from Unstructured uh for for giving Mm -hmm. me this shirt this awesome shirt i absolutely uh i i I adore his uh his logo i adore him but 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 his logo uh i absolutely love it um it reminds me of the great movie ride in disney world uh well now defunct great movie ride but uh but yeah i i absolutely love it um If you're in the Philly area, we are putting together a Philly podcaster meetup, November 17th. Uh, It's going to be in the early afternoon. So mark that on your calendar. We're getting the details together, and we will have a link for people to go and register to make it out to that. The MapCon 5 vlog is coming out on Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, It'll be on YouTube. You'll be able to get to it from IndiePodCon.com slash vlog5. I am super pumped to be able to share this, this video with everybody, unlike last year. So last year's video, mm-hmm. Mary, I don't know if you, you watched it, but it was like an hour and like 40 minutes that, long.
1: <laughs> that was long because I looked and I'm like, I'm trying, but you ain't lying about this being like a, a mega vlog. <laughs> it
0: was way <laughs> too long. I mean, the, the previous year, I think it was 40 minutes and a lot. Of, I got a lot of positive feedback on that. This one came in just shy. Of 35 minutes. I, I managed to pack four days of content of, of life into 35 minutes. Um, and it's just like nonstop going boom, 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 boom. Um, it's it was so much. I mean, the conference was so much fun. But getting to relive it through uh, the vlog is just I'm so glad that's the time to do it. And even though it took a little longer than I wanted to, because uh, I, I went to Disney World like right after that. <laughs> And then I, when I got back, I went uh I had, you know, so I was in Disney for like 10 days. So like I was like a week after MapCon, went to Disney for like 10 days. And then, you know, I had to catch up in life because when you go, you know, as you know, when you go on vacation and come mm-hmm. back, like life is there waiting for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. So I had That's to, me. yeah, I had to get all caught up with that. But yeah, less than 35 minutes. I think it's like 34 minutes and 50 seconds or something. Something short like that. So it's very short, very punchy, just boom, boom, boom. Uh, Had a lot of fun putting it together. The other thing I have to mention, DC Podfest is next weekend. Mary, you'll be speaking there. What what are you speaking
1: on? Um, I will actually not be speaking there this year. However, I will be DJing the networking party that first night that um on the first.
0: Oh, I won't so be there. I'm still gonna be
1: over there, you know, come through, say hey, on Saturday I'll be through um supporting other folks, checking out um different programming or whatever. This year was kind of a I think twenty nineteen is interesting in general for people personally and otherwise. Um it was kind of hectic for me at the beginning of the year, so unfortunately I wasn't able to put in anything to speak. But um, you know, shout out, you know, Jennifer Crawford and the lovely crew of DC Podfest. Um they were like, hey, if you know, you can, you know, play some tune for folks or whatever. That'll be cool. So, yeah, if y'all be there, then check it out. And on Saturday, I'll be walking around saying hi. And, and yeah, so I, that, that? That, uh,
0: I will be there. I will be there on Saturday. Awesome. Uh, Saturday okay. morning, I'll be there. Um, yeah, I, I can't. I can't go and stay overnight, unfortunately. I think I'm actually supposed to shoot a wedding on Friday. So, uh oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be, oh, it's gonna be fun. When does Super
1: Joe Pardo sleep?
0: Uh right after, right after this. it's kind of
1: frightening.
0: <laughs> right after this. I yeah. So I anybody that missed it, I've been up since like 2:30 this morning. Uh I, I was sick last night. I was supposed to be on a live stream um podcast with Chris Ripka for anybody who's familiar with Chris. And, uh, unfortunately about two hours prior to it, I started to feel sick and I was, I was solo parenting my, uh, my two kids. So I was trying to get all that done. And I was like, okay, it's eight o'clock. I was like, if I don't take a NyQuil pill now, I will be like, it's, and I'll be a zombie all day tomorrow. So I was like, I gotta take this pill right now. I can't wait any longer. So I texted him and I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm really sorry. I can't stay up till 10 o'clock to do the show with you. Um, I gotta go to sleep uh so i took the pill went to bed i was in bed by nine o'clock nine fifteen or something like that and i woke up at 2 30 and i couldn't go back to bed for what uh mm-hmm. for whatever the reason couldn't go back to bed and then I, so I, was, so I was like okay i'm just gonna wake up and start working on the vlog <laughs> and i was able to you know get it far enough along and then uh was able to knock it out uh at you know during during lunch today so um yeah it, i'm super pumped for that. I'm super excited to, for Jennifer Crawford, for anyone who doesn't know she's a, she was for, at the first ever MapCon con uh, in the school gymnasium as well. So it's, I'm super proud of her and the way that her, her DC podcast has grown year over year. Um, and finally, I think love, I think finally, the last thing I want to, want to bring up is uh, so Samantha Riley and I are also running a monetize your podcast mastermind and retreat literally before I got on this call uh this call this call this to do this podcast with Mary uh I was on a call with Sam and uh a, one of our uh our podcast mastermind uh what are they like ease I don't know I don't know what the term is mm-hmm. but what w- you know one of the people uh the people on our mastermind for some one-on-one time together and uh it was it was really great we we uh were able to help like open up a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of eyeballs, you know. Uh, clear. I'm starting to lose. I'm starting to lose it, Mary. It's going downhill. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm gonna say I'm, I'm I'm hearing the I need I need sleep soon. <laughs> announcements, and, you know. To understand?
0: Yeah, it's. I'm getting there. Um, yeah. So at, we were on the call, and and we were able to open up uh, like her, so many things that she needs to work on uh for for her for turning her podcast into a into her business uh and making sure that everything just works the way the, from the branding to the messaging to uh the marketing and and the way you know she talks about it everything just comes together as, as one uh solid package so when people hear it they say no or they say yes either way you have a definitive not like yeah, I don't, I'm not really sure you're making me think too hard to figure out what the heck this is all about and what's going on. So we're putting together that mastermind, the, 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 uh, monetize your, your podcast mastermind and retreat indie com slash retreat to learn more about it. The retreats in February, February 6th and 9th down in Orlando, Florida. I'm actually buying my plane tickets. Cause like Southwest is shout out to Southwest 66 bucks each way. Can't beat it. Yeah. Um, so, I gotta yeah. do that
1: myself right now for that upcoming um event and conference. Like let me do it while it's early because I'll regret it later
0: on. Uh, are you are you talking about Podfest? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, yeah, I, gotta, I, I, gotta I gotta do Podfest this year. I, I do too. Yeah. I was just talking to Chris about this. Shout out to Chris Krimitzos, mm-hmm. uh who just launched his book today as well. Uh another member of the of the icon family. Um uh, yeah. So I, I gotta, I gotta figure that out. I mean, there's so many things that I, I need to figure out and that's, you know, there's only so much time, um, that I can be away from the family and, and mm-hmm. from my work and everything like that. So uh,
1: that that is the struggle of all of this being independent. like I still have stuff I need to do. Like I love doing this, but I got stuff to do now. If y'all want to give us money, to have this be our own living. Please feel free to do so. <laughs> but to help
0: you know. amplify the message. That's what we're trying to accomplish here. Uh um,
1: Capital One of all of them don't care. <laughs> After yeah,
0: a while. They they're
1: don't. like we, we want your stuff to be paid on time. AT&T don't care. For me no. four don't care, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, they, they do not care. They just want the money. Show me the I money. Mean. Uh Mary, before we wrap up and get out of here, is uh is there yeah. any last thoughts you'd like to to impart on the podcasting audience?
1: Um, sure. First and foremost, I mean, I'm sure the vast majority of people on here are already podcasting or soon will be um, on a general end. Definitely do this because of your passion for things, whether it's you know, your passion to promote your business, personal stuff, whatever. Um, That's what makes podcasting great. You know, please don't be just another dry imitation of somebody else because we don't have to be. That's the beautiful thing about this particular format. You might be feeling you're the most niche person ever, but somebody else finds you. You're in there, so do that. Um, we've talked a whole lot about equipment, but make sure that you know you get the right equipment for what you need. You can always grow and expand from there. Start at a decent core and uh, move on up. Um, You've heard Joe talk about all of these great events, um, large, you know, medium, small um, podcasting conferences. I think are good to go to and whatnot. Like um, I live in the DC metro area, that's why you know I'm extra hype about DC uh, Pod Fest and stuff. But um, go to these events, you know, learn things, um, be able to build with folks, not just within your particular metro e-region, but beyond because other people do travel down to um, these events. And, um, yeah, lastly, for people who have any type of time to get into this type of thing, definitely look into these organizations that are about independent media and uh, um, the free press. Because that's what we are right now it's not about everybody having to be super political or super deep we like how things are going right now and how we're going to maintain things from going um, on some level even if it's just you know talking about these type of issues maybe get a little, a little deeper it's something that we're going to have to do you know like we're kind of lucky we haven't gotten to the realm of you know past big mainstream media yet, like newspapers, radio, TV where everything got like caught up by a conglomerate unless you're super hooked up you're kind of doomed. We're literally on the cusp of a dope thing with like still having the same worldwide distribution a CNN, NBC, et cetera, has and those particular channels. So we want to keep it that way. We got to, you know, keep going for and fighting for it. And um, I think on multiple levels, that's about it. Um, y'all heard, you know, Joe talking about independent podcast conference. Y'all go and check that out. Been there the past few years. Trust me, I'm not going to hype up anything. I don't want to. or I don't think it's cool. I'm not that type. If nothing else about our show, you will learn that quickly about us. Um, definitely know. Go to, you know, his event to get a chance to. Y'all got plenty of time before September 2020 to um check stuff out. And again, all these great events. DC PodFest, PodFest in Orlando. Um, hopefully, there'll be a cheap podcast live 2020, 2021, depending on when they want to do it. And um whatever else is happening in your area, I mean, I get emails constantly about new podcast conferences and meetups and things happening. So, you know, your local area, especially like in a mid to bigger metro area, you probably have something already going on that you may not know. So if you're feeling a little lost or drifting, and all that, the net is cool, but it's always good if you have a live component to meet up with folks to um go on ahead and getting that too and um, at the moment that's about it there's thousands of podcasting newsletters out there how to podcast what's going on mm-hmm. in the podcast world um, I myself am a little tired personally so I can't think of certain titles right now but um, definitely go on ahead I think like, podcast business journal is one of those I get stuff D- yeah um, Clint, pod news uh, yeah there
0: we go even podcast check movement those has out. their own uh, the mm-hmm. da- daily I think newsletter on podcasting um mm-hmm. yeah there's so there there is a ton of speaking of resources you just softballed it up for me mary uh mm-hmm. and i wasn't going to make this announcement but you again you just you threw it right up there for is me to cross it in it. there yeah uh i'm working on uh so now that the now that the vlog is done once it goes mm-hmm. you know now that it's done and it's going to go live again tuesday night uh 8 p.m eastern uh I am going to start to redo the the Indie PodCon website because like, it, like mm. the homepage is kind of yeah, leaves a lot to be desired. Um so we're also working on getting some more announcements together. I'm meeting with the committee on Monday. Uh so hopefully I'll have some answers uh for Monday and we can start to move forward then. If you're interested in speaking there, we do we we will be looking for speakers. Uh, starting in January. And one of the things that goes along with me revamping the website is I'm going to be dumping a lot more time and effort into SEO and writing uh, more. Like one of the first articles is like the how to podcast uh, article, like an expansive one that actually uses uh, one of my video courses that I did like three years ago or four years ago um and basically take that and and put it into word form but include the videos into it and and interweave some of the talks that we've had over the years from Mapcon and kind of make it so that uh it's just just this ultimate like how to start your pod how you know how to start a podcast guide so th- look for more things like that in the near future um especially now that I got this vlog on this monkey off my back with this with this uh vlog that I I was trying to get done um but, yeah, uh, Mary, before we wrap up, uh, plug your stuff, how people can get in touch with you.
1: Um, sure. Um, main website for us is um, FuseBoxRadio.com, F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O.com. That breaks down more the history of what we've done, how folks may want to submit music, um, do interview requests, um, book folks for um, events, DJing and speaking. I got to actually update the speaking page. Since I've had people like kind of yell at me about that in terms of like videos and guest appearances on shows like this and so forth, we need to put up and i um, also awesome podcast conferences, which again, given the handoff, such as yours <laughs> and so forth. Um, social media, pretty much everything ends with Fusebox Radio, except for Facebook. So Facebook is facebook.com dot slash Fusebox Radio Show, but that's where we'll post up like shows, um, music playlists, and in between episodes, like um, I'm a huge music feed. I'll post up Spotify playlists and stuff that you know I think folks should check out and move to. Um, interesting news articles and um, all of that. Um, yeah, Instagram, Twitter, etc. on Fusebox Radio, you'll see pics of us doing different stuff, promos and all of that. And event-wise, um, this Sunday we'll be DJing on the course of the Marine Corps Marathon for the fifth year. Um, so if you're in the um D.C. metro area, mile 22 will be set up early, be pretty much there just about all day, probably until like about 2, 3 p.m., playing music for the spectators, runners, etc. Um, we'll talk about D.C. PodFest. Um, I'll be at D.C. PodFest as an attendee and also on DJing the networking party on the 1st of November.
0: Yep, 1st um, November.
1: Let's see. That, I won't be there. There's private stuff. Yeah, that's like, uh, but we'll see you on Saturday. Um, private events are coming up and it kind of cools down a little bit for holidays and all of that. But I'm definitely going ahead and check out the show. We're on all your favorite um, podcast apps of choice and stuff. So, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Castbox, wherever. Search for Fusebox Radio. You'll see our nice Fusebox Radio logo. Um, hit the button and subscribe. If you like what we do, please um, give us a positive rating on whatever format um, those are in. Um, that gets us to more ears and um, those recommendation lists, which are always kind of funny to see what other people listen to besides you because our list is very weird on certain sites where it's like, it listen to y'all and NPR and somebody who's totally opposite of both things and then here's another music podcast or whatever else. So, um That is it for the promo spiel. Our blog is going to be revamped for 2020 because of the upcoming um, mini podcast project that we're kind of keeping under wraps right now. We're going to try to launch at um, that time. If you want to check out the archives of that, that's on blackradioisback.com. And, um, yeah, that's about it. Um, Oh, if you like photography, too, side note, because Joe was showing off some (laughs) tech he has (laughs) on that and whatnot. So I can, like... So so I could like look at my account again and be like, hmm, um, uh, dot which is also linked to Fuseboxradio.com. But um, that's an example of some of the stuff that um people shoot at in terms of the extra press things that we do in terms of events and stuff as well as like private events. So that is it. And um thanks for everybody for listening into this um live and soon to be on your own podcast app of choice through you know the Super Joe Pardo iPodcast. Indian everything all day and whatnot network because this i'm sure people know this man podcast a lot along with doing ninety thousand businesses along with having two you know many chippy podcasters in his house and his lovely wife and doing family things and so forth so the man juggles a lot y'all so
0: I I appreciate that I I try I try I try I really uh, try to give everything I possibly can to the people around me. Um,
1: honestly, for people who have never seen him at MapCon and soon to be independent independent podcast conference, I'm like, how? <laughs> I'm like, I'm tired, and I'm just attending and traveling back and forth from my residence back back there and doing whatever else. <laughs> like, you will literally see Joe like holding one or both children, holding a camera. Running around, hosting, doing other stuff, talking to his family, which super dope, super dope supportive family, will be all there. I'm just there, like, man, like, you, do you mainline Red Bull, sir? What, what are you doing? Uh, I actually don't That's that. That's an event dedication. I, I love folks who do events like this, and they need to see that it's truly in there. <laughs> Well, I,
0: you know it's funny because like I I don't normally drink caffeine, but at the at the conference I I shared my uh you know the drink that I was uh drink wearing the drink that mm-hmm. I was wearing the drink that I was share uh drinking with you and uh mm-hmm. that, you know so I do I do I you know try to use it as a t- caffeine as a tool rather than as a I need it every day. So when I do mm-hmm. drink it's like it actually get accomplishes, but I don't like the way it makes me feel. Like I feel. Like, you get the jitters or no, but just I just feel like tight, like, like mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't my, my brain is still like my brain's tired, so it's like hazy, <laughs> but yet I can still keep going. Um, but no, I, I really appreciate all that, Mary. I, I really, uh, like I said, I, I, try, I try to give 110% uh, of myself to, to what I, you know, do, and like yourself, mm-hmm. I, I don't like to put myself out there in a way that is for things that I don't really care or don't believe in. Um, and, and I think, it, you know, I'd like to think that it shows and and here we are like f- almost f- five and a half years into it. Uh, and, and I'm getting, I don't know if you saw that post this morning or any of the other posts, I think you did about, uh, or, or from a couple of days ago uh, about possibly me bringing my, my old show back, the dreamers. Yeah, podcast. I so, we're, we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm working on I'm working on it. It's it's just taking a little bit of time to uh, to to get the gears all all greased up. And it, the show never really changed for me, but um, the name changed, and just how I f- feel about the show. No, excuse me. The how I feel about the show changed, and how I view the show, and how I think the show views me. Um, mm. and I feel like with dreamers podcast, I just had that, you know, that freedom of creativity, the freedom to, uh, express myself and express the guests that I want to bring on and talk about the, mm. like the business lessons that I want to talk about and talk about the life lessons that I want to talk about. And it just, it just gives me that freedom versus, you know, just being about business. Um, yeah. I just think, you know, it's not that I, I, I love business. Like I could talk about it all day long. But you know, having that freedom I think means it means a lot to me. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so we'll see. I I maybe maybe by next week I'll I'll speak I'll talk a little more about that. Speaking nice. of next week, I so last week uh I was supposed to have Benjamin Mullen on. Uh unfortunately he had a, a family thing, he you know, being a family guy. Uh he had to take care of his daughter. And uh, I ended up having Samantha Riley on the show. Well, Benjamin Mullen and I, through some crazy loophole in my calendar, the th- the 30th of October was open, and I was able to give him that slot, uh, the 8 o'clock. So next Wednesday, 8 o'clock, Mischief Night, uh, be here, 8 o'clock Eastern uh, for an interview with Benjamin Mullen, talking podcasting, you. talking, uh, you know, mostly podcasting. <laughs> That's what we talk about here. Uh, on the indie pod podcast everybody i hope you have an amazing rest of your week and a great weekend ahead um and i you know i'm I'm pumped to be going to dc Fest, not this weekend but next weekend and hopefully i'll have some big announcements starting next weekend or next week on next week's show uh not just about Dreamers podcast or business with Super Joe Pardo, but but the indie pod conference and uh, so many other things as well. Everybody have a great night. I'm going to bed.
1: Yeah, bed is a good thing. Y'all have a good night. <laughs>